Welcome, welcome, friends, to episode 31 of the Fast and Fabulous podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Montone. I'm a full-time mom, fasting coach, and podcaster. My entire adult life was always centered around losing weight and got exceptionally difficult after having children. I had tried everything, pills, shakes, wraps, counting calories, over-exercising. I was the ultimate yo-yo dieter until January 2020 when I discovered clean intermittent fasting. Three years later, I'm down 50 plus pounds, but most importantly, I've been able to maintain a healthy weight and ditch diet brain for the first time in my adult life. So please stop counting calories and stick with me because we all have the power to lose weight and keep it off naturally. Best of all, it's absolutely free. Please remember to consult your physician before embarking on an intermittent fasting lifestyle. Also, please do not use any of the following information in place of medical advice. Are you new to the fasting world, jumping back in, or maybe just need help breaking through a plateau? With all of the knowledge and resources out there, it's okay to still need a bit of help. Did you know that I now offer coaching services? Helping others find this freedom and setting them up for a lifetime of optimal health and wellness is my passion, and I want to help you. Please visit fastandfabulouspodcast.com to learn more. Okay, fasting fam, today is special because today I have my husband, Al Montone, on the show. If you follow me on social media, you may know I've been married almost 12 years to this amazing man. I am so incredibly proud of how far he's come on his own intermittent fasting journey. My husband is 45 years old and about 5 foot 11. He started his journey at about 250 pounds over three years ago. To date, he's released about 45 pounds. He's still working on the last 20, and he finally wanted to come on to share his experience. I am so excited because I've been waiting over a year to record this conversation. I hope you all enjoy. Welcome, everyone, to episode 31 of the Fast and Fabulous podcast. Today, I have a very special episode. I am here with my husband. His name is Al, by the way. Hello. He has been fasting as long as I have. He really has always wanted to come on the show, and today is the day. Truth be told, I've been wanting to interview him for a while, but he's been quite reluctant. So I'm glad you finally agreed to come on. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> So anyways, I'm excited to have him share his intermittent fasting story because this is personal. I'm going to always ask the same question I ask everyone. I'm going to treat you just like somebody else. So my first question is how and when did you first discover clean intermittent fasting? Well, you discovered it first. You you started talking about it in early 2020, January of 2020, like right after the new year. Uh, you were you were telling me a lot about it, and you ended up starting it. And at the time, I like a lot of other people. I thought it was kind of crazy, skeptical if if it would work, but also just felt that I I couldn't do it. I, I didn't think I had the mental power to to pull that off. The year starts off, and, and you're telling me that you're feeling good. You're starting to see some even initial results, even if it's not uh, weight loss, but your your clothes starts fitting you differently. So. I became more intrigued by it, but I, I'll never forget the first day I actually did it was almost by accident. It was President's Day 2020, which is sometime in February, and I, I had a doctor's appointment, 
and it was a it was no it was like some kind of medical test that I had to fast for, and I had scheduled an eight a.m. appointment because again I I didn't want to fast too long. I wanted to eat breakfast, so I figured by nine a.m. I'll be done and I could eat. And they ended up calling me a few days before and saying we have to we have to move it back to like eleven. The appointment moved to 11 a.m. And I, I, since I was off that day, I didn't want to, I, I ended up doing it and, and, and keeping the appointment. And I'll never forget, you know, I ended up feeling more energetic. I ended up feeling better. It wasn't that challenging for me. Uh, I actually ended up going even longer. Once I got home, I wasn't even that craving of a food. And that was like what really uh, showed me that I could fast for, I think, 16, 17 hours. So really, uh, I probably would have done it regardless, given given your results with it. But I think that doctor's appointment kind of showed me that you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Anyone can. So you started in 2020. And then what I mean, really, there was a lot of challenges in life after, you know, with COVID. And then we had some family challenges. So that happened and you've been plat you were plateaued for a really long time so how long did you plateau for and what was your initial weight loss how long did that take so i would say i lost about from february of 2020 to june or july of that year i lost about 20 pounds which was really helpful because if you think about that time it was yeah. it was covid lockdowns we were all locked in our houses we we weren't socializing could have easily been the other way where i would have gained 20 pounds so i lost that first sure. 20 pounds which was which was great but then i i did plateau and i i pretty much was stuck i lost 20 pounds and between the summer of 2020 and the end of 2022 i had gained back 10 I believe. Yeah, I plateaued and even gained some extra weight. And how long for, was that for? A long time. Well, if you do the math, it'd be summer of 2020 until the end of 2022. So like a, two years and a half. Don't ask me to do math. No, that's two years and a half, really. <laughs> okay, so two and a half years he plateaued. This is important for all the turtles. But I was, fa- I was fasting still every single He never day. stopped fast. I was doing 16 at least, if not more. Every day he fasted, even when the scale went up, he just kept fasting and then one day your plateau broke let's talk about that how did you break your plateau i um i went into 2023 just really saying that i'm going to stop telling myself this is the year i lose weight and and that this will be the the year that i do it and and really i wanted to focus on two things number one was just correcting my appetite because Mm -hmm. even though i was fasting all these hours, I was just eating a lot in my window. So yes. just kind of uh, mindless eating. Not, it, I wasn't eating the worst things in the world, but I was eating a lot. I was eating a lot of food and really didn't matter that I fasted because I was still eating so much. But the other, the other big, big thing that I did was just start to exercise again and, and do it habitually and continually. I think that probably helped you achieve appetite correction. Yeah. Would you agree with that? It helped, it helped achieve appetite correction. And I think I'm the kind of person that when I'm exercising, I'm going to just eat better. You want to eat better. You want to eat better, yeah. Because you want to get your the results you're working hard towards. So this started in, in January, just me working out. I'm working out probably about five times a week, sometimes four, sometimes six even. And I've lost now, I'd say 35 pounds this year. Since the plateau was broken. Plateau. Just so 35 pounds this year, 20 last year. So that's 55 pounds. Look, I did math. You well, I, I gained some. So yeah, you're about 45, I think, because I, I gained some after the plateau. 
Okay. Well, 45 pounds. That's yeah, a thing. It's, it's huge. And I still would like to lose another 15 or, or more. You're really close now. Like you're edging on your goal, which is what? Oh, weight wise? Any wise. I, I mean, I'd like to be like 185, 180, something along those lines. But right okay. now I'm like 205. Well, you're really close, right? So. I mean, way closer than I was six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, yes, that is true. You're way closer. So. For anyone who is struggling with a plateau, look at, he went through two and a half years of the longest plateau, Yeah, but he never stopped. So that's really important. Sometimes it takes a long time for that appetite correction flip of the switch to happen. And so even though it took him two and a half years for that to happen after he had lost his initial weight, he still kept going. And that's really a testament to how powerful the clean fast is. Once you hit your goal, like what is your plan? Do you have one? Um, Maintenance? Yeah, maintenance. You know, I I don't want to, I'm someone that's always struggled with my weight since I was a kid, really. I don't want to just gain it back, uh, just go go in reverse. So yeah, definitely maintain it and, you know, put on more muscle. I, it was something I would obviously think it'd be healthy for me if I could put on more muscle. Most definitely. So do you have a vision of what maintenance looks like? Because I have to admit something openly to everyone out there, even though my husband here love him so much he doesn't he he's fasted this whole time and he listens to everything i say but he's never read the books that i recommend him to read which you all know what those books are so he hasn't read the chapter about maintenance so he but he's he's learned from me i guess and watched through me but you're a different person so I guess, have you thought about what your windows will look like then compared to now? You know, I, I haven't really thought about it. I'm, I've been more focused on just getting to that goal and yeah. more in that losing mindset mm-hmm. because I still have 20 pounds to lose. And it's probably going to be a harder 20 pounds than my first 35 pounds. The last few pounds. Yeah, are always well, yeah it's 20 pounds is, is quite a bit. So I, I yeah. think that'll, I haven't really thought about it a lot, but I do want to maintain it. And, and my fasts, I, I tend to, I average about 17, 18. I'd say 18 is my average. But I also tend to do longer. You fasts. do longer fasts. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I could, I've done well by longer. We're talking about twenty plus hours. 20, yeah. 24. Some some people listening do like forty two hours. I just want to be clear when we say longer, it's nothing like that. He's he doesn't do that. 24. I would say you've done some modified down days. Yeah, twenty five is my longest. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, twenty five is my longest. And really, my the best way for me to do it is to close my window early yeah um, like 11 to 3 is my sweet spot maybe a little earlier a little later but when i do that and i get by the evening i i can really fast easily into 24 hours the next day let's take a quick break welcome to the alchemy of natural healing i'm your host laurel dewey True healing is an alchemical process, meaning it must transform you on all levels, body, mind, and spirit. What affects one affects all three. True healing is one of the hardest journeys you'll ever travel, but it's one of the most rewarding and fulfilling when you get to meet yourself for the first time. If you're ready to take that journey, let's get started. So let's talk about the early window because I feel like for a lot of people that is a huge game changer 
And for a lot of my clients, it's been a huge game changer. I'm really feeling like, you know, it needs to be put out there more that just because you're eating one meal a day, just because you're fasting 18 to whatever hours a day, and you're eating in a a restricted time window, it doesn't necessarily mean that that meal that you have has to be dinner. So a lot of us have lunch. I know some people who even have morning windows because they just, they like breakfast. And so they just have an early window in the morning and then they hit their fasting timer and to the the next day. Morning versus lunch versus evening. I'd say the majority of people like evening windows, but moving your window if you can, because I know not everyone can move their eating window. It's difficult if you're in the office all day or you're even just any type of job situation where you're not in your home to move your meal, your main meal of the day to when you're not there. If you have the capability and the know-how to move your window from dinner to lunch, and you don't have to do this every day, mix it up. But if you're trying to break through a plateau, that could be something you try. So just to put that in everybody's pocket today. So that's your little plateau breakthrough of the day. So let's go back to exercise. You went from exercising like none to now you're like crazy like me. So what's well, driving you? To me, it's a, it's breaking the habit. So I, when I first met you way back long ago, 13, 14 years ago, I was doing CrossFit. I was doing martial arts. Yes. Um, did. It was very habitual for me to work out. You know, I, every day I, I had to do this. I had my, we both had our routines. Then I, I got a job at a different town and I had a really long commute and that was just the start of it. Wow. Um, we were also married at that point. Yeah, but I, you know, I, I think that that at that point, getting up early to drive and then coming home late at night, you just kind of stop. You start going just the weekends, and then eventually, we had kids, and I just completely stopped working. You know, when you have little babies, you're just trying to, you're just trying to get by. Yeah, you're and just surviving. At you're that surviving, point. right? And then, uh, you know, the last few years, just working out, just seemed like just thinking about it seemed just got me down, like a chore, <laughs> like a chore. Yeah, it just seemed like an impossibility, and it just it's become a habit for me again now. You know, we both do the uh, the hot sauna workouts. I even go to if I just want to lift weights. Sometimes I'll just go to my twenty four seven gym over here. It, it's a it's a habit for me now. And, you know, if I, it's the opposite. If I don't go to the gym, I, it feels like something is wrong. Yeah. Whereabouts before, it felt like a chore and it was wrong to, to kind of go. Now it, it feels like something's wrong if I'm not there. So I just like want to kind of spin off that, which is consistency and making it your habit as opposed to working out saying, I'm going to go work out twice a week. And then maybe like, you know, you let a week go by and you don't do it. And then then you do it again, it's going to be hard to get back into that groove. So when you make it your habit, you just fit it into your day, everybody has, you know, 30 minutes to an hour, or or less times, it's just a 15 minute walk. Uh, but you can work it into your day somewhere movement is oh, I feel like in this lifestyle, almost essential to you achieving your goals, some sort of movement. And for every single one of our body types and every single one of our challenges, it's going to be different. So whether it's a walk, whether you're doing intense like CrossFit workouts, personally, I feel like putting movement into your routine, making it your habit, just along with your intermittent fasting habit, that that's when you achieve your goals. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I mean, I I agree with that. You know, on some days you're just really motivated and you wake up ready to go. Other days you, the motivation isn't there, but just getting to the gym, once you get there, you're you're good. It just, you have to take that step. It's just getting there. I think half the battle is just putting yourself in the room. And by no means, if you're, if you're sore or if you're hurt, you don't want to, yeah. 
yeah, or sick, don't go those days. You're just having a, a motivation yeah. problem. Just just go there. And a lot of times those workouts are some of my better ones. Yeah, sometimes you just need the whole uh, Isaac Newton, a body in motion stays in motion, a body at rest stays in rest. True. Is that Isaac Newton that said that? I think so. Gosh, wow. How did I even know that? Okay, so non-scale victories. This is something I ask because I it's my favorite mm-hmm. part of fasting. We show up for the weight loss. We stay for the healing and the health benefits. What have been your non-scale victories that you wouldn't mind sharing? Well, I mean, clothes is definitely one. You you start to see clothes be baggier on you or clothes that was tight is not tight anymore. But I think for me, it's been my face. You know, when I looked at my face before, it was it was bloated, it was swollen. And now I'm just seeing, I'm just seeing a skinnier face, a more uh, toned face. And I, I think that, you know, when you look in the mirror every day, you, know, you don't really pick up on it. But when you're looking in a camera or you see a picture of yourself, I, I was FaceTiming a relative of mine the other day. I was really just looked at my face and it looked totally different than it did, you know, a year ago. Yeah. So I think that's been a, a huge noticeable thing for me. I think it's more than your face, but I mean, to be fair, no, your whole body. Yeah, maybe. it's your whole body. Yeah. Yeah, but I just want to do something different than just saying, you know, like the, the clothes. And oh, things yeah. Like that. I mean, aside from that, has there any been like major health things that have either cleared up or gone away or any sort of healing that's happened for you? I would say I, I definitely feel more energetic and less lethargic yeah. doing this. That's a big and one. I think that the the belief is that you have to have breakfast first thing in the morning because that's what's what's what fuels your body. And this has been shown that that be the opposite of true. Especially if you're eating things like pancakes or, and muffins and donuts to start right. your day. You know, and I drink coffee every morning. I drink black coffee. Black coffee. I, I like black coffee to begin with. So even... That was an easy transition. That was an easy transition, yeah, because that black coffee wasn't an issue for me. Right. Uh, I never was somebody that was really big on. No, you weren't a coffee creamer. I, I put some person. creamer in there, but never like you know sugars and things like that. So yeah, I, I feel very. I just feel energetic in the mornings. Well, I think that's a pretty big win, you know, yeah, like sure. having more energy just to get through the day, especially, you know, into your forties. It's kind of like you, especially when having little kids in your forties, if right. you can relate to that. So yeah, it's it's definitely been being on this side of the spectrum as your wife. It's been very cool to see you finally break through the plateau and yeah. achieve appetite correction closer to your goal. You're more confident. And so that's been a really cool progression. There's also now that I'm that I'm really doing this effectively and I'm exercising and I'm 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 eating cleaner and I'm, I'm doing good fast i don't feel as guilty when i do eat something like a pizza well i think uh, for you i i think a lot of the battle is taking the guilt out of it and that's that's huge right. when you take the guilt out then you can just enjoy the food that you want absolutely in your window right so honestly it takes everybody a different amount of time you're still working on that aspect diet brain is really ingrained in every one of us that's what we're trying to break here. No more diet brain. So I I ask this question a lot because it most people I talk to are in my Facebook group. You're in my Facebook group mm-hmm. and you obviously follow me on Instagram. Otherwise, you'd be in trouble. <laughs> do you rely on community at all? Most people do, no, like social media, but you're not a social no. media person. No, I don't. No, not, not really. <laughs> yeah. I look at things. I'm your community. Yeah, I, mean, I see saying? things in the group, and I see people posting their wins, and I'll, I'll like it. But yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm not actively involved. You're like a cheerleader, but not a, a contributor. Yeah, I'm someone in the stands. He's an introvert. If you haven't really, you know, picked up on that, so I think that was part of him coming on here is to kind of 
get out of a shell. And I like that. If somebody's listening, especially a man, because I like getting male perspectives, and you can give one piece of advice to that person, that male figure out there who could be overweight, unwell, sick, and tired, and maybe looking into intermittent fasting, but they're hesitant, like you were, what would you tell them to give them that little push? It's not difficult. It's not expensive. <laughs> it, you know, it's free, it, in it's, fact. It's free. Yeah, it's free. And uh, like, like, like it happened with me, just try it for a day or two. You know, I, I, I gave that example of the doctors and that's that kind of what showed me that I could go 17 hours. But then when I started doing it, you know, I would start at 14 hours. You know, I, instead of having breakfast first thing in the morning, I, I would get up around 6.30, 7 a.m. And I, I would eat pretty much at 7 a.m. right away. And then I would go to work. So what I started doing was I started eating like a little uh, bowl of fruit or some cottage cheese and yogurt like around 10 a.m. You know, I, I equate it to if you're if you're you know doing bench press and you you start off, you can only do a hundred pounds or something, and then build it you build it up, yeah. right? So I, I would say you know build it up first. You, you don't need to start doing twenty four hour fasts right away. Do those graduals, you know, ten, twelve, sixteen, whatever, whatever. It takes you no matter up. depending on your personality, because some people are like, I like to dive right in, and that's fine. But I think just the first yeah, few days to think. see if you can dive right in do those little, you know, 16, 17 hours. I mean, I started with 14 hours because I was like a child that had to eat every three hours. I never thought this would work for me. No, I mean, I started with the, with the 14 too, when I, yeah. when I started really doing it and I would always bring, a, you know, a little snack, a healthy snack, but, but I always have something just in case, you know, cause there was a, there was a, at this time I was going into the office yeah, you were scared. and I was scared and you know, <laughs> I, would, I would get hungry. Uh, and eventually got to a point where I, you know, again, you start, lengthening your fast it's like i don't really need that bowl of yeah yogurt or whatever it was that what are some things you do to lengthen your fast or to make you feel like you could fast longer keep busy uh, oh that's so cool. I, I, i'm a uh i'm a boredom eater and you know the days that i go to longest are days if i have a long work day full of meetings like i could go 20 plus hours 24 hours uh, i like to go to the beach and don't buy anything at the beach. Like, you know, there's no, besides water or, or anything like that, I could go easily 24 Not hours. Not on our beach. Some beaches have things to Yes, yeah, so it depends <laughs> on what beach you go to. But like, you know, I, I'm, you know, busy with either working out at the beach or hanging out with the kids and I could just take, so whatever it is, it's just, it's just being occupied. Distractions, it's, it's, distract yeah, yourself in any just, way possible. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if it's like I'm doing the distractions so I don't eat, but it's yeah. just, just more organically happening. It does. And yeah. I feel like you're more productive in that way. Right. Yeah. I'm always because more productive. I'm, I'm actually doing something and maybe I'm not even close to a, a, you know, a pantry of food and you're not even thinking about it. Physically removing yourself from being able to access food is kind of key for me sometimes. Like if I am at the end of my fast, this is totally a tangent now because we're <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. This is what we're here for. I will go out and purposely run an errand just to get through that last no, I mean, hour. Yeah, yeah, do whatever you 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 can you you can do to kind of keep you busy. It's you can draw or paint or you know whatever whatever it is that kind of keeps your mind. But you do right. You draw or paint when you're passing time, <laughs> right? Do you quilt or knit? Yeah, I knit. Yeah, you do. Okay. All right. Well. So I'm so glad we could do this because a lot of people ask me about you, and I'm glad we could finally virtually introduce you to everyone in the world. I hope you guys enjoyed meeting my husband and getting a little glimpse into the life of a couple that fasts because maybe you're out there listening and your wife or your husband wants to start fasting and they're really not sure. Well, 
I hope we can inspire somebody out there because collectively we've lost over near a hundred pounds Yeah, and you can too, because if we can do it, anyone can. All right. I'm going to leave you with that. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening today. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Follow me on Instagram at clean fasting mama. If you would like to hear more on my story or sign up for my newsletter, please visit fastandfabulouspodcast.com. And if you're enjoying the show, please leave me a review. Fast on friends.